come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> and welcome back once again to the Saturday Night Freak Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Colin. We're down in my basement. I'm surrounded by a bunch of freaks, including... This is Brett. Tom. Elaine. Whoa. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> I think there's an alias going on there. So Elaine is here to give us a female opinion on tonight's film. Uh, so a little overview of the Saturday Night Freak Show for those of you just joining us on Skecher Radio. Is it Skecher? It's Stitcher. Stitcher. Damn it. <laughs> in the shoe, stupid shoe shopping with my wife last week. It screwed me up. Stitcher Radio. Uh, we uh, Every week on Saturday we... Have a feast, then we journey down into the basement. One of us picks a movie, we watch it. Some of us have only seen this movie for the first time. Then we throw it on the bar, we dissect it, tear it apart for the enjoyment of you, the listener. And tonight, Tom picked the movie. What'd you pick, Tom? I picked Willow. Willow. So Willow's a movie, uh, Ron Howard did this movie, and it's uh, like a fantasy adventure about a... Hobbit-like uh, fellow who finds a baby that's foretold in a prophecy to uh, that it's going to end the evil reign of a sorceress queen, and uh, he it's a cross-country adventure. He meets a lot of people, uh, you know, trying to bring this uh, <laughs> to <Yeah>. fruition. <laughs> the, 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 it was directed by Ron Howard, and the story was written by George Lucas. Um, I, I picked this movie because, like, like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's probably in my top ten. Um, as a kid, I just absolutely love this movie, and for numerous reasons, I'll go in to it later. And I wanted, I wanted a movie that kind of represent my uh, wheelhouse of fantasy films. Because we haven't really done that yet. Because we haven't, we, like, fantasy films are in my wheelhouse. We haven't really touched on fantasy films. And the only good fantasy films, like modern ones, like I didn't want to do Lord of the Rings, I didn't want to do Hobbit. So it pretty much goes to like, you know, like Willow or like um, Dragon Slayer. Willow just came out came out on Blu-ray like a couple weeks ago, so that's kind of why I I, I chose that. Um, this is kind of following up on our '80s kick because we just did the last Starfighter last week, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, so okay, so that's the thing. It's like you know, you're talking about like you know, like uh, fantasy films in general, and Lord of the Rings kind of walks away with it right now. But like, what? Like from the '80s, it seems like that's when they were doing these types of things all the time. There was like Conan the Barbarian, Dark Crystal, Dark the Labyrinth. Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Lady Hawk. Oh, so good. <laughs> A never-ending story. Dragon Slayer. Yeah, Dragon Slayer is uh, a favorite. Of well, me. I, mean, I remember uh, Verithmithrax Pejorative, I think, was the dragon yeah. in that. And that's like the best dragon name of all time. Um, it really is. Well, we 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 did a we did a '80s fantasy feature where we pretty much highlighted all the '80s fantasy movies that were like available. So um, at one time, so like Excalibur. And yeah. The, yeah. There 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 are a lot of '80s fantasy movies, but. Like for me, Willow always stand out. I think Willow holds a special place in my heart because, like, ultimately, it's like the story about the little guy. 
literally? Literally about the little guy. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, even though he's small and, you know, like, there's nothing that he, he saves the day. He's the hero. And, like, when I was growing up as a kid, you know, uh, you know, I'm short, so, I don't know, I just always kind of, like, that theme always kind of just, like, it's a po- it's it's a podcast, dude. You could be like six, seven. <laughs> They're never gonna know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, it's something that always just kind of touch base with with me as a as a person, as a little kid growing up, being like, even though you're short, you know, you can still be the hero and save the day, even though you don't have like, I don't know. It's just that underdog story. So I've always wondered too, like when you see this movie when you're a kid, like you know, because I've I've seen it even with uh, Lord of the Rings that you know because the heroes are short, like kids identify with them easier. You know, it just seems like I think yeah. when children see this, they see it as kid. You know, the, they are kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. I mean, absolutely. Willow. I mean, minus he's got like giant hands. I mean. Uh, is well, he's played by uh, he's played by a little person actor Warwick Davis. Yeah, right? okay. so, like, yeah, they're all. <laughs> what like, else is he been in? He, uh, he's, was, uh, he was a leprechaun. leprechaun. Yeah, he was a leprechaun. He, he was, was the leprechaun. leprechaun. Okay, okay. Um, uh, and he was wicked in uh, in Return of the Jedi. Leprechaun. Oh, really? And I want to say he's one of the beak uh, little what are the bankers or something like that in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, yeah okay. He's also in the prequel, the Star Wars prequel movies. He was uh, one of like Anakin's little Rodian friends, but he's also like Warwick Davis, like on the stands. You know, he's one of the guys hanging out with uh, uh, Watto. You know, Watto the. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's like ha ha ha, you know, kind of <laughs> laughing and yeah, and uh, he's one of those kind of kids. But yeah, I mean, he's been around for a while. He's actually kind of old now, but uh, uh, I think. Tony Cox is also in this movie. He's like one of the guards. Yeah, a younger Tony Cox, but like he's been in a lot of stuff too. He's a, he's actually a, a famous like a comedian uh, midget uh, actor. He's in Bad Santa. Oh yeah. Oh okay, that's right. Yeah. He's in that guy. Yeah, yeah. No so, Peter Dinklage though. We were looking out for him. Yeah, he's, no, no Peter he's Dinklage. He's in Game of Thrones, but he was not in this. Probably because he was like just born around the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, but if they were probably going to do a Willow remake, Peter Dinklage would be like number one in line. Yeah. For that role, I like. I guess like watching it. Like okay, so going through and watching it again. I mean, it's still like my favorite movie. I think they used the theme song music like a little too much. I think it kind of overboded with the music. Actually, we were to Brent and I were talking about. Yeah. That. I think they've used that music in like a bunch of like movie trailers or something. Or they did right. back when I was growing up. Yeah, because I've never seen this film, and like as soon as they started playing that music, I knew that tune exactly, and I I never knew what it was from. But well, don't get me wrong, I love the music. I own the soundtrack. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, so yeah. when you say that this is your favorite movie, do you mean favorite fantasy movie? Does this beat out uh, Back to the Future? Your no, no, it's in my like top ten. Top ten, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just checking. I no, I mean it nervous. doesn't beat Back to the Future. It's, it's in that, it's in that top ten. Okay, cool. It's in that like near and dear to my heart. Um, yeah. Well, have, having not seen it, um, I can see where the nostalgia comes from. Like you know, I saw other movies like that growing up, but I just never, for some reason, I never saw Willow. But watching it. 
It is. It's it's a lot of fun. It's I think it's one of Val Kilmer's most energetic, uh, yeah. funnest performances. Yeah. I think that he's. Like, yeah, he's like on cocaine or something. He, he is, yeah. <laughs> he's like up and amped in every single shot and every single scene that he's in. Yeah. And it's the young Val Kilmer. You know, it's the pre-Jim Morrison Val Kilmer. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and this is a movie where he met his wife? Elaine, what did you think of, <laughs> of Val Kilmer? <laughs> I'm, I'm Elaine, and I'm actually wondering about the little dudes. What were the little dudes called in that? The, <laughs> the little, little dudes. dudes were the brownies. Oh, the little little dudes. <laughs> the little little right. dudes. Okay, so actually, those dudes were cool. <laughs> I got something. I got some questions about this. Okay, so uh, I because I recognize Steve Oderkirk who's one of them. He's a comedian, and Kevin Pollak, the actor, is the other one. But they're these. They've been like blue screened or something and shrunk down. It's a vis- every single shot that they're in is a visual effect. Uh, they're these tiny little like forest sprites or something like that that team up with Willow on his journey. And uh, this has to be like some kind of like pioneering visual effects movie or something because there were times when like the camera's moving all over over the place but it kept them like in the shot where they yeah in yep. 3D space where they're supposed to be. And I'm like, I, I don't think I've seen that done before this. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're keyframing like a motherfucker. Or something, yeah. They I had, mean, to yeah, they had yeah. little shadows on them, like on the yeah. ground and everything. I mean, like their feet were like on the ground they, in every single shot that, yeah, so. Right. I don't know. And there was like some post-Rancor monster effects from Return of the Jedi with the giant. Yeah, it was, the two-headed. That was solid spot, yeah. 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 Yeah, how did they do that? Was that all stop motion or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, that was uh, Industrial awesome. Light and Magic, that's George Lucas's special effects company. They had a process called Go Motion, which they invented apparently for I think Dragon Slayer. Then they used it on Return of the Jedi, and this. But it's some kind of computer-controlled camera system, so they can. It's like the they program in the motion of the model. Okay. And then the camera and the model are like synced together, so the uh, camera takes like one frame shot, and the model moves. And then, like, the camera takes another one, and the model moves. And so it can actually get, like, a blurring effect because it's moving during the exposure. Oh. Wow. The motion. Yeah, huh. I don't know. It was, like, a thing that they came up with. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> so is this based on, Tom, you were saying that they made uh, a couple sequels books. Yeah. Um, was this based on a book, Willow? No. It was just all George Lucas. Yeah, it was all George Lucas. Well, see... It says it's story by George Lucas. Screenplay so like, is by screen, screenplay is by somebody else. Yeah, but it like take it cribs from like fantasy fiction. It has to because I mean like the whole yeah. thing seems like it's you know well that's what, that's what George that's what George Lucas does. All right, <laughs> a little bit of the Bible, a little bit of Middle Earth. I mean, like, like, like you can look like you can look at Willow and go okay like okay the brownies are obviously C three PO and R two D two. Right. I mean. You know, I mean, it's like... Well, the there's a, at the end of this movie, which was just kind of like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, you know, expecting uh, Val Kilmer's uh, swordsman character to go up against... I suppose he's going up against the Darth Vader type. He's got, like, this death said armor. Which is guy. the probably... It's, it's, it's probably one of the coolest bad guy armors since Darth Vader, I think. I think. He, like... Yeah, just jump in there. Show me. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> just going to say the skull face guy that reminded me of He-Man 
Oh shit! Yeah. The yeah, Howard. Skeletor. Skeletor. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, was that before this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ripped off from He-Man. Ripped off. See, that villain's also so cool because like. He's yeah, but I guess like in theory, like, Darth Vader was kind of going for that thing, too. He had, like, a cross between, like, a gas mask and a skull. Like, Kale is just, he's so cool because every time he's on screen, he's like, Find the baby! Kill the people! Burn the houses! Like, he's just like, <laughs> every line! Find them! Kill them! <laughs> yeah. It's the depth the de- where you can tell that there's a lot of depth to his character. He's just got, like, three lines. It's just like... Yeah. Run away! Leave no prisoners! <laughs> yeah, it's just like this booming voice. <laughs> and he's got okay, but yeah, but the thing that that it ended up the movie ended ends up with like a fight between these two old women, and one of the old women like shows up like right there at the very end of the movie, and I'm like, that's totally Gandalf, right? I mean, she's got gray hair, she's all dressed in white, and it's the female version. Yeah, of I I actually thought that when they showed her, like when she's talking to the soldiers, she is like looked exactly like Gandalf, yeah. the female version. And then she's going up against the female version of Darth Vader. Okay, I got nothing. I don't know what, <laughs> the evil queen, <laughs> the staple of fantasy fiction. I was kind of hoping to see her like. Because, like, she had been uh, cursed, so she was, like, these different animals. I think she's a muskrat through most of it. This is the uh, the, the, the good good wizard woman. Yes, thank you. The good Razelle. Razelle. So, like, she, she there's a scene where she's, like, I think Willow's asking what she really looks like. And she's, like, I'm a young, you know, a very young girl. And Valcomer's, like, change her back, change her back. But, uh... Like, when they do finally change her back, she's an old woman because she's been cursed for so long. I wanted to see a scene at the end where, like, something happens and she gets to go back to that young girl. And It is a George Lucas movie. You figure that would be how it would end. You would hope. Yeah. And she would get that, that time back that yeah. she lost as a muskrat yeah. Yeah. or a goat or a turtle or an ostrich. <laughs> like, for a while there, she was turned into a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Which all have like uh, lip synced uh, lip movements or whatever, so that was kind of cool. Well, what was like yeah. what was weird is is like, you know, like the reason Willow kept fucking up the transformations because she's like, you know, we need to cast a spell, you need to concentrate, you need to concentrate, and like he's starting to say the spell, and then she just starts talking. She's just like, concentrate, Lilo! Oh my God! He's like, he's like, breaks his concentration, or like, you know, like, uh, that one transformation, she's like, you know, like, you know, uh, Val Kilmer's like, so what do you look like? She's like, I look like a young beauty, and she's like, don't interrupt! And then he's chanting, she's like, I would look like a beautiful lady! Like, what? <laughs> yeah. She said don't interrupt! Yeah, totally breaking his concentration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he keeps breaking the concentration. This way, he me- messes up the spell. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed he didn't get to use those magic acorns like before the end of the movie. Only because, like, when we first meet Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer's like in a a cage, and he's got like one of the best lines in the movie. I mean, it has to be. I've remembered it since the first time that I saw this, where you know Willow's been given these uh, magic u- uh, magic acorns, right? And he he points it at Val Kilmer, and he's like, I've got this acorn, and Val Kilmer's like, oh no, stop, this peck is <laughs> yeah. pointing an acorn at me, and yeah, it's yeah. a funny moment. 
It is. But now, he does use them twice, right? Yeah, towards the end. Well, he drops one. One drops falls on one. the bridge. Yeah, it's okay. a good thing he didn't drop that on the baby. All right, so let me bring this up. This is like the elephant in the room. Uh, this movie was made by uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard, way back in the day, was on Happy Days. He was... Uh, Oh, we're unleashing the Kraken tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> he was, uh, what was it, Opie? Uh, he was Opie on uh, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> then, uh, was, yeah, then he was on Happy Days as uh, Richie Cunningham. Then he became a movie director, and every movie that he has made, I want to like, say. Was this say, his first movie? No. Oh, was it? No. I don't think so. He didn't. Did he do Night Shift? Captain Google. I don't know. <laughs> Elaine's over there. Uh, on Elaine's it. on it. Is she on it? Are you Captain Google? <laughs> well, she doesn't even know I Captain Google. <laughs> She's like, huh? Uh, yeah, okay, so it suffers from Somebody the find Ron out. Howard film syndrome. And you're like, what is that? Ron Howard film syndrome is that you watch a Ron Howard movie, and then within a week of watching it, you can't remember a damn thing about it. There's, what? yeah. <laughs> I saw Apollo 13. I remember going like, man, that was really good. And then like a week later, somebody was asking me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did see that movie. Well, yeah, I mean, that brings, that raises questions in uh, Willow for me. Like, I don't remember what happened to Willow's little friend. Yeah. Like, you can't even remember what happened. Like, you just like, saw the movie. Yeah. And this, is, this is a syndrome. It's gonna it, The whole movie is going to dissolve in your mind over, like, the next two weeks. What the hell are you guys I, talking about, man? How many I've seen th- this uh, movie at least four times oh, in my life. On. Four times. And tonight I'm, like, watching it going, like, I don't even remember yeah, this hey. at all. I, there's, I didn't remember how they, got, they turned back into humans after they were pigs. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, they're well, back I to humans. Help me out here. What? <laughs> That would be Roselle. Yeah, uh, the old lady. Yeah, see, Thank she you. Knows. Yeah. She knows. She knows. <laughs> so how many times okay, have you seen this movie? Oh God, I don't even know. That At many. least seven. Oh wow. Okay, so you guys are in like a special class where you've seen this movie <laughs> like seven times and adore it. Okay, I'm just saying from like a layman here, where I, I guess uh, I've seen it four times. So that means like that. starting at what age did you guys start seeing this movie? Like right when it came out, or? Oh God, I was little. I was maybe nine. Okay. I know that was my dad's thing. Right. So it's been ingrained in your skull. It's been tattooed. Pretty much. This this movie. So yeah, somebody who's never seen it, like I, I, questions were raised, like while I'm watching it, like <laughs> like that scene happened like ten seconds ago, and I'm like, wait a second. Where why aren't they still pigs? Or where's that other little dude? You Maybe know? that's it. There's where, so what much happening. Dude? At, like I any given time, there's like a ton of uh, wait what? There, well, I don't remember what happened to his little friend either. Yeah. You're talking about that. I'm just I'm like, like, what little friend? Right in the beginning, there's Willow and the other little person, and they're setting out on this adventure yeah. with the baby. <laughs> what happens to the other little guy? He goes home. What? He goes home. Yeah, he goes home? Why? Okay. Why do they, go with? Do they, do they explain it? Yeah, they totally explained it. Wait, wait, no, wait. He was going home. Wait. Was, yeah, it, be, was he, it before they got to, like, what would no, be see, today the biker bar? No, see, no, this no, is, no. They, they got kidnapped by the brownies. Yeah, okay? the brownies used the eagle then, to abduct the little baby. And then Finn... Uh, okay. Finn McNissel. No, wait. Finn McNissel. Fucking, uh... <laughs> Alindriel. Alindriel. Huh? 
Lindriel's wand. Right. Okay. Yeah. She shows up and goes like, "Lord Dan is the fate of the universe. All great, all all good people everywhere. You know, it's up to you to save the world. Okay, it's up to you to basically save the world. All right. And okay. so Willow's like, and then. Willow and his friend, I don't even know his friend's name, but I, yeah, I, I Willow have no and idea. his friend. I don't even remember this scene you're talking okay? about. Willow and his friend. So within the last two hours, I just saw this. And then Willow says, I gotta go, like, take Laura Dannon to Tear Lane. I don't even know if those are words. And then. <laughs> this is my. Right the kid, there, the my kid, the, and his, fr- his friend is like, alright, I gotta, uh, then I'm gonna go home. Like, I. You need to go home with some because I got to do this on my own. Okay, so they actually—I don't want to put you in danger, so I'm going off on my own. So that scene—that's not like a deleted scene, sir. No, that's 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 right after the forest scene, right after the little fairies and stuff like that. Before they go to the bar, or like Uh, well before the bar. Before the baby gets stolen. No. Because after the baby gets stolen... After the baby gets stolen. See, <laughs> the baby gets stolen. They see the birds, right? They yeah. follow the birds. Spoiler warning. They're, no, fo- they're, following, they're following the brownies and the hawk, and then they get then they get attacked by the brownies, all right? They fall in the hole. You tie it up by the brownies. Little fairies show up. She gives a speech about Lordana being the savior of the universe. Okay, okay. And then Willow decides, okay, i got to do this on my own. And then Kid's like, all right, I'm going to go home. And take oh care of yeah, <laughs> boom! All right, but now at the end of the movie, do you see that guy? I don't think he made it home. No, he do, he does make it home because right when he walks into town, like everybody's like, "Yay, Willow!" He's like, "Hey!" And he points to his friend and says his name, but I can't remember his like, name. What's up, dog? <laughs> what's up, dog? You helped me out in the start. Hey, wow, I don't remember that either. And that was like 15 minutes ago. I remember him seeing his wife at the end. There's yeah. something about Ron Howard movies, I'm telling you. They just see, like, I, I, I kind of disagree with you because they're, like, uh, they're they evaporate. I like angels and demons, and I like Da Vinci. Oh, I saw movie. that movie. I can't remember. See, I remember like everything about angels and demons. <laughs> I remember the Da Vinci Code because I read the book. What about A Beautiful Mind? I know the spoiler. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, that's like you know that that's an impact yeah. moment, but Parenthood. Did I see that? You know what I'll never forget remember. is the image of those poor dogs in some sort of costume, like <laughs> but, like these pig dogs. Like they're like warthogs. I thought those were awesome. Slash, yeah, they're awesome. But you know damn well those dogs couldn't see, <laughs> and they're running around. They've got they, like they red eyes. Yeah, it was yeah. like a full full. Uh, they must have been scared thing. out of their minds. <laughs> Just running around charging after things. Yeah, yeah. He did splash. He did do splash. That oh, was his go. first one, right? It was like yeah. So this is by the time he got picked up by the George Lucas fantasy machine. Did he do anything else with George Lucas? I have no idea. So, I can't I, remember. Ron Howard's evaporated. He did yeah. Ransom. He did the Ransom. With Mel Gibson. Uh, you right. know, I did, did, did Ron Howard do American Graffiti? No, that was George Lucas. No, no, no. Was Ron Howard in... American Graffiti. I believe he was. What's well, his? American Graffiti basically was the basis for the Happy Days TV show. Ron Howard was Holy in crap. American was Graffiti. Was he playing Richie Cunningham? No, he played Steve. Oh. Boom. Was it a big oh. role? Or was it? Yes. 
top billed cast. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that is the Ron Howard George Lucas connection, my friends. Because George Lucas directed uh, American Graffiti. Uh, yeah. Bam. Bam. Captain Google. All right, so here's another thing. Just when you were talking about, you know, you're throwing out all these names about the Thandriel, this, the one that had... Well, and TRS Leans and Tyrannogs and... Exactly. Wait, Bab Mortas and... Tyrannogs, that was like a TV show on Fox Kids. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Now, this is my problem with, like, fantasy uh, stuff just in general. They throw all of this stuff. Like, they've got code words for it. Like, they don't call people, like, you know, the, the humans. Well, they Human. call daikinis. Right, exactly. Everything's got a code word. So unless you're, like, you know, you've got, like, some kind of, you know, yeah. syllabus what? with you when you go into these things, you're like, I can't tell what the hell they're talking about. Uh, see, th- I, think, I think that's just, like, a, that is, like, a fantasy thing because, like, you know, like... If you ever read, like, The Lord of the Rings, like, when you read The Lord of the Rings, that's rough. Like, it's just raw. Because it's just, like, they're just, like, here's, like, Frenelda Lan Holenhada, who's the son of blah, 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 who's the heir of blah, 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 who's the heir of blah, 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 from the kingdom of blah, 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 and this kingdom was, like, from the fourth age, and they slew the evil lord, like, I mean, it's just like, this is just like a random dude they meet in the bar. (laughs) Like, (laughs) why? Why is fantasy fiction written like that? That doesn't happen anywhere else. Right? I mean, like, that, I uh, haven't ever... Read I don't that. know. There's some sci-fi fiction that does that. Okay, well, yeah, but there's, like... A, like, there's sci-fi a of, yeah. and fantasy kind of... They love, they love, love doing that, there's but... There's a little bit of a crossover there, Like, but. Tolkien, man, he loved... He loved his, like, weird history. Is that what it is? It's trying to get the history out? Or just, like, you know, the people who write fantasy and sci-fi are generally, like, you know... Well, R.R. R. Martin know, like, does it, too. You know, D&D players or whatever, and they're all, like, they got all these stats and, like, numbers and stuff, and we just got to, like, pack all this stuff in there. Is that, like... <laughs> right, yeah. Well, George R.R. Like, R. R. Martin's the same way. I mean, like, when you watch Game of Thrones, you're like, can you keep all these people straight? You need, like, a flow chart. <laughs> Strangely, I can. I don't know why. I can I can follow Game of Thrones and I can follow Lord of the Rings. I don't know if it's just the way that they've been. been well, presented. I mean, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, like when you get. Well, speaking of science fiction, it's like this. I, I saw John Carter last year. Have you seen this movie? But like that movie is fucking incomprehensible. I couldn't understand anything that was going on through the whole thing. And that movie bombed all over the place, so that means that I'm not the only one who like, watched it going, like, I don't, I can't connect with this, like, at all. And it's just, shit's happening on the screen, but that's about, I can't get in there. I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I, I like fantasy, so I kind of like those weird... What is it? What does it take to like to get in there? Then what's the uh, what, the the key? To yeah, because for me, I just I go for the bottom line. Like I stick with plot and like okay, these names and words for things are kind of going over my head, but I still know what's going on in the movie. You know, you just okay, so must be talking about that guy, you know, and then you just go with it. Well, that's why Willow Willow is better than you know some of these examples that I'm throwing out because Willow is primarily like an action movie or an adventure film, you know, right. I mean, but yeah, I mean, what's the key to getting into... I don't know, I mean, see, like, when I was, like, looking at Willow, right, 
So I'm looking at Willow as like, okay, like, what's kind of interesting going on here is like, you know, like, Willow's going on, and like, the overall grand scheme of things, like, there's a full-on war going on. Like, like, okay, And there always so, like, is, right? I mean, in fantasy films, there's always, or like, fantasy stories, there's always a huge war going on somewhere. Like, because, like, the, the Nakbar army, you start out the Nakbar army, like, I mean, they don't really even, you know, they're marching off, because that, like, place fell. I don't remember. Doc Mar, I remember like these armies marching around, but like, like you know, like so, like there's a whole, there's a whole, like there's a whole rebellion and a war going on that's like on a grander scale of like everything else that's going on, which is like su- like super fascinating. Like I re- like I really dived into it this time, yeah. where it was like, wow, so there's like there. this like this, this giant war, and like it's over here and over there. Yeah, like I, I like. There's the world in my mind, and there's this battle over here and this battle over there. That's like, you have to take multiple viewings Maybe. just to get that. You know, that. I was just thinking, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, both of them have those kind of, you know, like there's stuff happening here and there. And there but both of those, at some point, like employed some type of map. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where it's like, maybe that's why I had like, oh, okay, they're up here. Those are the guys from there, and right. these are the guys from over here on the east, and... They're marching toward the west. It's like, okay. So maybe I get, like, that strategy, you know. It's like, okay. You know, it's like a big board of Stratego. And and Risk. Yeah. And this, all you get is, like, this George Lucas wipe anytime they go from the castle, you know, to Willow's Adventure. There's just, like, even Tom was pointing it out. There is. I mean, it's that George Lucas wipe. And the only time you see that is in Willow and in Star Wars, or all of the Star Wars I don't know if it's in his other movies. Like, is it in... Howard uh, the Duck. Y- right, yeah. <laughs> or American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Is, does uh, he just... He just wipes the screen. Well, those are from, you know, like... I mean, I remember... Well, I don't remember these. I've seen older movies, like, from the... You know, like, Buck Rogers. Stuff like that. Where they would do, like, the wipes instead of... Yeah. You know, Saturday morning serials and stuff like that. So is that just his influence? I his, think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just like, well, look at this. It makes me different than everybody hey, else. Look, now if I you like do it, it's like, that's the George Lucas wipe. You know what I mean? He's got yeah. to... Yeah. To go diagonal, top to bottom. You got a question? Yeah. You look a little different than you did five minutes ago. Elaine has a question. <laughs> I am now blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, I want to know where, at the end of the movie, the big, like, Star Wars, Star Trek looking... Robots came from in this otherwise uh, like fantasy movie. That was like a table. Yeah, where did he come from? It was a metal table. Oh, that Willow accidentally shot with the wand. But then he just became a robot. No, see that that that, like like, that that was totally out of place. Like that that was was very weird. weird. (laughs) That that seemed like they were trying to show off technology for the day. But a lot of it seemed like that, like they were showing off. I mean, this time around, like in the uh, in like the final battle moments when it was like, oh, I've always wanted to see someone fling, you know, like uh, ice at somebody else and freeze them, and they break out of it, and they're flying around the room and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, this is all kind of cool. Then the table comes to life, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's just like there's so much. I think this goes back to the idea that in this movie there is so much going on at any one given time that I think it is almost kind of hard to keep track of who everybody is. Uh, all right, time. so I, I I got a question that this time around watching it 
totally leaves even me baffled. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you've seen this? I've seen this multiple times, and like I, I was like, wow, okay. That's like 20. Yeah. That's code, code for 20, 20 multiple times. Um, so, like... You know, um, Wait, you're posing this to us like we're going to be able to answer it. That's what <laughs> I like about yeah. this. We don't even know when they stop being pigs. <laughs> yeah, right. all right. So Val Kilmer gets zapped with the with the with the love love potion. Okay. Love dust. Right. You gotta have love dust. And he goes and he sees Sorsha and he's all like, "You are my moon. I love you." And blah 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 blah. She's the she's the villain. Right. At this time. Right. Okay. And I'm with you so far. That was Joanne Wally Wally Kilmer. And she like she like wakes up from like him just basically like groping her, right? And going like she's all like I don't know whether to kill you or you know or whether you're being serious. Like you don't really sense like an immediate like an attraction there. On her end. On her end. Okay. But it's like but he's spouting love and it's like just like, okay. And then they, they run away. Wait, real quick, Tom. We can get a female perspective on this. <laughs> but see, that's normal. But see, that's, that's the normal. thing is, is like there's oh, a moment where <laughs> it's it, it's in like, there's this, there's this big battle, and the entire time of the battle, she's just staring at him, not fighting. She's just staring at him. Luckily, no one's attacking her. Yeah, but he was being really badass. He was being thing. badass, and because of his badassitude. Beating all these dudes, she's like, you know what? I'm on your side now. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Good guy, like yeah. instant. This is despite sure the fact that. Well, yeah, but this is despite the fact that her mom is the evil queen. Like her mom is the evil queen who's like been sending her out to do all this, find the baby, blah 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 blah. Like she is a stone cold killer in this army, right? She is the leader of the army that's going around murdering dudes on a regular basis, and like all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, Willow, are you all right? I'm suddenly in love with this roguish like dude because he did some sword tricks." Well, to be honest, he did chop the head off one of the monsters. I mean, that was pretty pretty. I mean, bad. Is that enough to be like? Boom. Uh, yes. Female perspective. Boom. I go from being evil to good like that. I think if you go back to the very like primal nature, I think you're looking for a certain thing in your mate. So if she's looking at him and he's strong and he can take care of her, <laughs> then that's what she wants. Yeah. Damn. But that well that that is enough to defy your family. Romeo yeah. and Juliet, dude. Well, yeah, that's how it happens. Who marries the person <laughs> that, really that everyone loves? Yeah, you always in yeah. In the family, <laughs> like. <laughs> Doesn't always happen. Uh, you're gonna go go and try and kill your mom now. Well, it also if she's evil. Yeah, but it helps that her mom was basically slapping her out at the beginning. Yeah, but you're like, also you're a stupid like, girl. She's also evil too. Her she's mom just... tried to kill her. Like yeah, but that was after she had flipped over to the good yeah. side. Oh. Yeah. 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 What happened with that? Because like I thought like she was toast, and then like so it was all just bringing the old lady back. And then everybody was okay. Cause like, yeah, that was the weirdest thing. It's like all of a sudden we brought in another character to like fight the end of the villain at the end the of this matriarch. movie. Yeah. Huh? The, f- the matriarch. The, the crone. The one that takes over the whole thing. Uh, the, yeah. Well, I mean, she, yeah. I mean, I guess she was a character throughout the film, but just not in a human. Yeah. Human form. Yeah. 
So I, I, I guess I could see that, but also it felt like they just pulled an actress out of a like literally like out of a hat at the end. But she fills a role as she's like a goat. She's a she's a she's a Gandalf character, okay? See, and the problem with Gandalf is in the Lord of the Ring movies is see Gandalf's too powerful. So Gandalf can do like he can just poof. I can solve any problem at any time, right? That's why like Gandalf's always off doing shit. Because that way the heroes in Lord of the Rings are having to solve the problems on their own. And anytime we get into a problem that's too bad, that we can't handle, Gandalf comes in and saves the day. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why you kill off Gandalf and then, they, then you bring him back. Oh, again. spoiler! Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, see, in this situation, Willow's kind of the same thing. It's like you still have the character, but she's a possum, so she can't really do nothing. <laughs> and then at the time she's a muskrat come on <laughs> at the time of our greatest need when you know like okay like we can't really fight this army we can't get them in we can't get inside this castle we need to defeat the enemy who's an evil powerful sorcerer we need to battle with an, our sorcerer of our own so that's when we bring her into her human form that's when we introduce introduce Gandalf who can fight someone that's equal to Gandalf's the, power. The problem that I always have with that is that, like, by by this point, you've introduced, okay, you've got your super swordsman, Val Kilmer. You've got Willow, who's, like, the hero of the story. You've got the uh, daughter of the evil queen who's now switched allegiances. You've got the two brownies. You've brought in uh, this, uh, that's the, yeah, the little, whatever, wood fairy people. You've yeah. brought in another another swordsman. He's like the captain of the other army or whatever, so now he's fighting with you. So there's like all these people that you're trying to keep track of. Somebody loses out. Who loses out in this case? I think it was Sorsha because, like, seriously, after she falls in love with Val Kilmer, she's got nothing to do for the rest of the movie. Nothing. She's actually, yeah, because yeah, she's up in that. <laughs> Her character just kind of goes, like, away. Like, she didn't make that much of an impression in the first place, aside from the fact that she's hot. So you're yeah. like, I know that she's there, but she doesn't have anything to do, really, in that movie. And in the but climactic she scene, she has, she's, like, knocked out on the she's floor. She's murdering dudes. Yeah, then, she, then they just literally sideline her yeah. and knock her out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. They're like... Well, she'll come too once everything's done. Yeah, but the other captain, well, he's disposable, so we, you know, we gotta have a body count. Somebody's gotta die. Well, and the yeah. brownies are a comic relief, right? So we cut back to them. I, mean, they're, they're, I don't even remember what they were doing. To be honest with you, they were like shooting things with the catapult. They were not in the final battle, dude. <laughs> the little guys? No, they weren't doing nothing. Like, oh, oh yeah, oh the, shit. Yeah. Dude! <laughs> Boom! Damn, so, like I said, there's so much going on. They would keep coming back to it. This Ron Howard is, Ron Howard is racing, erasing our memory. Yeah. Boom! As we sit here, we're forgetting parts about this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that guy's a powerful sorcerer. No, I think so, yeah. 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 I saw that other guy, the, uh, the lead hobbit. Oh, I'm sorry, they don't call him hobbits. Billy... Billy... No, not the wizard dude, although he's been in a bunch of stuff. Billy... Billy Barty? 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 Billy yeah. Barty. Billy Baldwin? The, uh, the head guy was always making fun of Willow. Oh, the fat dude? Yeah. The fat dude was in a movie I like called Hardware, which no one has ever seen. But they in that movie, they've dubbed him over. And so this is just weird as hell watching it with his actual voice. It's just me. I'm throwing that out there. <laughs> One day you will see hardware probably on the Saturday night feature. The dude that gets uh, baby puke on him and yeah. bird shit. 
Him. In his mouth. In his mouth. He ate bird shit. Yep. I don't think so. The kids in the audience are all probably clapping. Oh. Is this PG? I think it was. PG 1988. You can go see it. Probably. Wouldn't yeah. it be PG 13? Oh, we're going to check the, the box right now. Check the box. But in 1988, PG. like. PG. PG was also. It's relatively inoffensive. I remember the one time I thought we were going to get to see some gore was uh, when this two headed thing, like, grabs a troll, right? It's a troll, but it's a guy in a monkey suit. Actually, that was, that was kind of crap. Did you see this? Were you there for that part? It's no. a guy in a furry black monkey suit with, like, a troll face. Anyway, he gets picked up by this two-headed dragon thing. We don't actually have dragons yeah. in this movie, but we've got some kind of giant monster. And uh, they're going to rip him apart. Like, one of them gets half of him and flips him around. The other one bites on, and then they cut. I'm like, oh, that was going to be the... Yeah. You know, and the guts spraying the camera and all that imagination. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't ready for that just yet in 1988. <laughs> well, I mean, that fight with uh, General Kang, Keen... General Keane? Oh, shit. Oh, is it General oh, Keane? Oh. Was it General Keane? No, Keen? no, no. Keane? Kale. Kale. Yeah. Kale. Uh, Kale. Uh, he, uh, Did you guys watch this movie or what? See, Kale. Uh, Ron Howard erased Kale. my memory. <laughs> it's the, yeah, the final fight with him was kind of uh, awesome. intense. Yeah, no, it was cool. I was just like, ooh, that's like, ooh. I mean, I, yeah. Swords going through people in weird places. See, I disagree. I was watching that with the, like, thinking, like, okay, what are these guys in the background really doing? I mean, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of standing and a lot of, like, ching, ching. Like, not a lot of, like, today, like, hardcore battle scenes, you know? It's a lot of getting up. Like, <laughs> like you know, taking your time, getting up, wielding your sword, and then, like, a quick, yeah, nothing happens. And then, like, he finally strikes a blow to the skull, the skull mask armor, breaks, and then it's like, oh, and then he runs off. I mean, it, well, it's I mean, underwhelming. Could you, could you hold a sword with your foot and, like, shove a big giant dude on there and, like, the sword wouldn't move? Or right, yeah. Well, I thought the well, sword was stuck in something else. I was it stuck in the mud? Foot. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe. Uh, I don't impaled know. the dude on it. Spoiler. Big dude. It was a big dude. Yeah. I, I think I think the the battle scene had potential. I just don't think Whoa, it was that. I thought it was serviceable for the, its time. I mean, it was right. a fairly large scale. You know, actually, that's all, you know what I would say about this entire movie. I mean, you know, it had the resources to actually do like large scale fantasy stuff. You know, I mean, it's you know on a par. Pro, it's the 1988 version of the Lord of the Ring. You know, one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. What we are doing now with CG, they were doing with you know. Yeah. And I think it, I th- yeah, I think it succeeded in that. I, think I mean, that's why I cho- I mean, I wanted to choose it because I wanted to show a good sword and sorcery movie that's not Lord of the Rings. Right. I ain't got many options here. Well, <laughs> Dragon Slayer is a pretty good movie. Dragon Slayer it is Dra- or isn't? Dragon Slayer is a good movie. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer is a good movie. Video game. Oh, see that's. Uh, that yeah, it's because of you. Yeah, but it's dragon, <laughs> dragon slayer. Oh, dragon slayer. Yeah, oh, but the I'm font in the game and yes, no. dragon's lair and the movie dragon slayer is the same font. I've made that mistake oh. too, Elaine. I, why do they do that? Oh. Is was it okay? I we're, I was thinking maybe they're trying to sell the game as you know yeah. franchised yeah. with the movie, yeah. but yeah. they're nothing alike, huh? Yeah. No. But there's, that's there's no like Daphne in. No, 
Yeah. Nothing. It's a. It's like a. It's a pretty cool. It's a, like a muddy <laughs> we all kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daphne. Daphne. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Daphne. And exits the building. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's like a. It's a really like muddy kind of earthy. Uh, Mid- middle Ages. Like you, oh, you've never seen Dragon Slayer. Yeah. I yeah. have never seen it's Dragon Slayer. It's a Walt Slayer. Disney movie, but it's like grimy. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a like this dirty really movie. Interesting, yeah. like religious thing going on. Where yeah. like you know, it's they're moving out of the Middle Ages and like into the age of Christianity, and then there's this dragon. It's like the last dragon flying around. Thinking the same thing. It, but yet it's also like the last of magic too, because like the Dragon Slayer is a mage. Let's you know what that is. Deal. What's a mage? Yeah, Wizard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what mead is. And see, he's a he's a he's a he's a wizard. Well, he's actually like a wizard apprentice, and it has like Dragon Slayer has like probably like some of the coolest dragon effects, but there's some go motion. There's some terrible green screen action in Dragon Slayer it's that kind of like. Sometimes. That's kind of oh, yeah. bad. That's kind of bad. So that's from 1982. I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting for a good like Blu-ray transfer and hoping they fix that. I don't think they will because I mean that green screen like that was something new apparently in the 80s because everybody was using it in their adventure movies and everybody was failing at it like well, big Dragon time. Slayer fails pretty hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> like it could, bad. It could take the crown as. So what's okay? What's the best dragon movie? Go. Rain of fucking fire. Yeah, I was gonna say like, where are we with Rain of Fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dragons versus tanks. Yeah, Rain of Fire is pretty good. Yeah, Rain of Fire. Dragon. Rain right, of Fire so is the best dragon. Awesome movie. dragons, and you oh, got oh, Brithnithrax. Bajor- what? That's my dragon. Yeah, they've got some pretty <laughs> good dragons. Elaine. <laughs> Elaine El- likes Game of Thrones dragons. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Movies? You got uh, that one dragon from one of the Harry Potter movies. Help me out. Which one is it? I thought that was a pretty good dragon. Oh, uh, duh, it was the part Deathly Hollows Part One. Part two. What is it? Goblet. The, uh, the audience is telling us it's the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Goblet oh, yeah, of Fire. Goblet <laughs> fire. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the one where he has to go through the challenges and whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. The we have a live dragon. studio audience tonight. <laughs> Yeah. We're coming from you to you from Freak Show, Illinois. <laughs> That's right. Right on the live version of the Freak Show Studios. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think, like, what other dragon movies where there's, like, a decent dragon in the movie. Well, I mean, there's some, like... The there, there's, a, there's a lot of straight-to-video shitty... We have not yet shitty, seen the, the like, desolation of smog that's coming right. out next year. Is that next summer? Yeah, next or Christmas. Next Christmas. There's bumped. a lot of shitty... And we're going for the good ones. Yeah, top of the of, there's a lot of shitty like straight to video like you know age dragons or some bullshit like that. Yeah, top Dude, five best. Falcor is he a dragon? Who? Falcor, never ending story. He's not a dragon. He's a fucking flying dog. <laughs> He's like a dragon He's dog. He's a dog, dragon dog. <laughs> dragon dog. He don't count. He's a dragon dog. He's pretty cool. If he was a dragon, he'd be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> His furry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, got scales. Puff. There is puff. puff. There's I don't Pete. even remember that movie. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> where, where hey, 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 hey! We're talking about dragons. We got, we got to talk about real life dragons. You got to throw out Pete. <laughs> where do you draw the line, <laughs> Pete? 
Oh man! And the funny thing is, is there's not even a dragon in Willow. Yeah, but there is a fire-breathing, two-headed thing. Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't know what that thing was. The, yeah, it's like a hydra, man. All right, wait, wait, oh, <laughs> What's a hydra? oh, so okay, here we go. Okay, you're throwing out these terms. Like, granted, I'm on that side of the fence, so I know what you're talking about. But for the listener at home, how did we get from one man's wizard is another man's mage? Uh, well, see, it's kind of like being like, okay, so like you got wizard, mage. I mean, I could use those are the, the same term, thing. I could use the term rogue and thief, fighter and warrior. That's a good point. Cleric and priest. Yeah. Uh, you have sold me, sir. You know. You have sold me. <laughs> I don't know if you sold Colin yet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you could throw like warlock. Warlock could be synonymous with wizard, and warlock's usually an eviler version of them. You know. I played a lot of D&D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, okay. I, uh, <laughs> I played a lot of D&D, all right? I read a lot of fantasy books. Uh, yeah, so, like, yeah, it's... Yeah, like, a lot of D&D results into, like, yeah, well, it's a mage. What? What's a mage? Wizard. It's a oh, wizard. wizard. I got you now. Some person who throws, casts spells. That, that makes yeah. sense to me. And then, you know, like... In a world that doesn't make sense at to all. To be like... Yeah, <laughs> that that's, sense. Why, that's why, like... Oh, that, that's why I can, like, look at, like, that monster and be like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what... That's, what, that's not a, that's not a ghost. That's a white. You know, like... <laughs> so... W-I-G-H-T. Yeah. So, so, my question is, what's a peck? A peck is a made-up term in Willow as a derogatory term for little people. Okay, so there's no, like, it's not short for anything. No, it's just an insult. It doesn't show up in the Dungeons and Dragons handbook. It does not. Hmm. Do you want to know what I thought it was short for? What? I thought it was short for Pecker. (laughs) (laughs) That would make sense. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. That would make sense. They're like, yeah, Peck. It's like, like, this is the fantasy version of Pecker. Like that little Pecker. Yeah. (laughs) I think that might have been where they got it from, but it's just an insult that I think they used. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> now there are books that they, George Lucas, well, somebody else. I don't know who made the, who wrote the books, but there's a trilogy that came out like in the late early '90s, I believe, that is set 15 years after Willow. So it's basically Laura Dannon as a teenager. Who? Baby. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Ron Howard. <laughs> You're supposed to know this. <laughs> because the baby as a teenager and, you know, uh, you know, like, she's kind of a brat. And, oh, I thought it was. Yeah. And the trials and tri- Is Willow obviously yeah, Will, Will, part of that? Yeah, Willow's in it. He's a sorcerer and uh, Sorcia and Mad Marty and married and they're like the king and queen of like the thing and yeah. so it's like the Lord of the Rings version of Willow. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's a trilogy. Yeah, You know, an- another thing that I think I uh surmised from this film is little people, be it a hobbit, be it a peck, be sorry, be it a <laughs> be it a little person. <laughs> it's it, it like they're P 
peace, peaceful, you know, like, they stay out of people's business. They always have, like, you know, Hobbiton, or they have their That's little... because it is Hobbiton. They just the renamed end. it in this movie, <laughs> ripped it off. <laughs> so what, well, hey, hey, they did. hey. What do you call, you call the Hobbit, man? What do you call dwarves, man? What do you mean? They're war warmongering dudes. Oh. Yeah. There's well, seven dwarves. Remember the dwarf kingdoms? Hey, fucking Gimli. Yeah, but they're he just like fucking whoop some ass. They're miners, though. They're greedy. They're they're digging for. Don't the, know how to use them. Oh eggs. shit! Wait, wasn't like Snoop was, uh, Snoop Dogg? No, 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 not Snoop. What's the seven dwarves? Dopey and Sleepy and, oh, and, and Grumpy. Grumpy. Were they all like, because they're all miners? Yeah. Yeah. Fighting dudes? No, they're not really fighting dudes. Grumpy looked like he can kick some ass. Yeah, someone looks like he can. Dwarves can normally kick some ass, yeah. <laughs> the dwarves dug too greedily and hastily. You know what? They awoke in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings, they're in Willow. Willow is basically what they would. He's a hobbit. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> but you were saying, and I was looking this up to try and like confirm or deny, couldn't find anything. You were saying that Willow has the uh, largest gathering of little people for a movie in one place of all time. Record yeah, because see, like I remember, like the village scenes are impressive. There's lots and lots of little people. There. When I was in like a mass comm class in college, and like a professor asked, like, what movie has the greatest. You know, gathering a minute. I don't know why we even talked about this, but everybody said Wizard of Oz. And he's like, no. And I'm like, Willow. And he's like, correct. And then he went on to explain why. And it's been many years. <laughs> it's got to be close, though. I mean, there are well, a lot of you know, people. here's the thing, though, like that I noticed. And this is like tragically unfair to little people, actors, like everywhere. But the only time they get employed is when somebody's making a science fiction or a fantasy movie. True. <laughs> right? Because yeah. even Peter Dinklage, like, he's winning awards all over the place for uh, a Game of Thrones, but it's a fantasy thing. He was, well, he was an elf, but I guess that's fantasy, too, yeah, right? Yeah, because he got Santa. He was, wasn't he in the station? The station agent. The station yeah. agent, yeah. And there is a uh, dwarf actor in a movie called In Bruges, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Is that Peter Dinklage? No. That's somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Then there's bad Santa. Yeah, but... <laughs> If you're an actor of small stature, you're guaranteed to show up at some point in your career in a movie with Santa Claus. Or a talk show, dude. Remember, there's, there, remember, there's, there's, remember that talk show? Remember that? There's a re, there is a reality show about little people. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Springer? <laughs> no! Howard, they, they, Howard Stern. There's a reality show about little people. Uh, oh. Cool. Oh, where they're like, they have their own casting. Fucking TLC or something. Oh, no, the dogs. Pit Boss. Pit Boss. No. no, no well, no, those no. are little people, right? They have, they, no, it's all about like their, they have that house. And oh. People Big World. Wait, yeah, that's it. Little people yeah. Big World. See? Thank yeah. you, studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not crazy here. We don't need Captain oh, no, Google after it. all. <laughs> Little people, big world. Yeah, that's not fantasy. That's the robot. Uh, you're awakening the Kraken a little too too violently. There, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been tapping this stuff. Tom has unleashed the Kraken. Yeah, 
This stuff is stuff. Stuff's got some. Stuff's got ninety four proof. Oh lordy! Oh boy! It's got a giant cracking on the on the bottle. Yeah. You're wrestling that Kraken right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, what uh, else we got? Uh, oh, well, we, we didn't even talk about the when the brownie stole the baby. I think that's important. Oh, to man, that is... That, like, that scene, for some odd reason, is, like, one of my favorite scenes. Because it's, like, out of nowhere, these brownies are on a hawk, right? And they just come out of nowhere. They're like, I stole the baby. <laughs> I stole the baby. And they're just flying. He's carrying a He's like, laugh, you stupid bird. Laugh. <laughs> but the hawk should probably have eaten them at that point. The hawk should have. They're pregnant. They're yeah, no, but it's just like pregnant. Right hmm. they, uh, the, the, the great thing about that scene is like they set it up so perfectly because it's Willow and his little buddy. I'm sorry, I, I don't know his name, but they're they're walking and they're they had just given the baby to Val Kilmer and they're like Willow's like, man, do you think I did the right thing? And the dude's like, yeah, I think you did. I just don't know. And then like all like doesn't even miss a beat. The hawk flies over and the brownies are I stole the baby. Like it was just yeah, perfect happenstance. Comedic timing. Yeah, there, there's a lot of comedic timing in that movie. It's, it or is, it's the, a funny movie. Or the, not a woman! Yes. Which that dude... <laughs> oh, yeah. And that dude, like, he... So that's Val Kilmer is trying to romance some uh, farmhand, something, in uh, her husband is about to arrive, so she's dressed him up as a woman. He... <laughs> He finds out that and he's got like he's got like apples and and to make boobs and like the first thing he's like ah yes. oh, you're my cousin is ah oh, this is my cousin and like he the husband goes like first thing he does is like grab the boobs yeah yeah like not even like, hit on her you know just like he's like hey how you doing and it's just like <laughs> your wife's standing right next to you That's this is my cousin. Do. <laughs> that's a handshake. Uh, what are you talking about? How you doing? I don't know why that surprises you. Really. <laughs> if you could do that, you would. You probably slap. So. How do we change society? Yeah, right, that should just be a thing. So, how, how you Hello. doing? Hi. How are you? The honk shake. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, there could be other honk shakes if you want to do that. <laughs> you probably would like this will, be, this will be our first and last time any females want to be part of this podcast. <laughs> oh. This is going better than planned. Burn that bridge. The honk shake. I remember that. I coined it right here, folks. Honk shake. Honk honk. It's going to be a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to have a lot of black eyes. <laughs> it starts here on the podcast. It grows across the world. Going to be a thing. Honk shake. Remember that. <laughs> it will end in black eyes, but that will just become the new ritual. <laughs> Instead of a handshake and a smile, it's a honk shake and a black eye. Yep. Honk work. shake and punch. Yeah. Yep. You walk into work, black eye. Who'd you meet this morning, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Said hi to the new secretary downstairs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going. One more scenario. <laughs> It's a nice no. sperm honk shake. <laughs> Go to a job interview. I don't know if that's going to work out. So, uh, oh, boy. They're on their own little path now. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, have, so watch this movie, Willow. Derailed. <laughs> it was still part of the movie. Sure. He grabbed her boob. He honk shaked her. He honk shaked her. Yeah. There we go. So it came from Willow. Yeah, damn it. Now you just... Got it. You took the idea right away from me. Uh, yep. That's all I got. Not a woman. <laughs> all right. So what else do we got about uh, Willow? Uh, any observations or? Uh, we got. Uh, I was uh, always constantly worried about that baby. Same here. Like the they, baby did have uh, run the gamut of emotions. It seemed like just at the right time it was yeah. able to go like. Was oh that like DCFS approved? To be able to be doing all that stuff? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know about Dude, the... what? There's a movie... I saw... I don't know uh, that that was a real kid. You saw <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street... Uh, or what it was it? Uh, the New Nightmare? Wes Craven's New Nightmare? That was a movie where I thought, like... The shit that they were doing to that kid in that movie... Was like on the edge of like child abuse. <laughs> it was like, can you really be doing this <laughs> to your child actors? Yeah, that was... I mean, that kid had some, you know, like, she had some cute emotions. She, she would always smile at the retirement, like, kind of yeah, go, like, like the p- quizzical, weird, like, right? can babies actually do that? Do what? Yeah, like, they were, like... like well, like... <laughs> okay, so... Well, so there, she, is the, there is the magic of editing, right? The baby actually made that face, like, three Yeah, but she was doing, like, like, you know, I mean, she was doing, like, a, like a weird, like... Yeah, like how do you how do you explain to your baby that like, I I think I keep a camera on a baby for hours and it would never do like sarcasm, you know like but this baby was like <laughs> like give me sarcasm yeah she's doing like sarcasm give like me, like, uh, a, like a like a like oh hope? I don't know you know like it was like yeah. a Abandoned. eyebrow up and kind of oh yeah. they make little faces yeah. see but it's yeah. also yeah. possible I mean when you forget we're dealing with George the man Lucas here and all of the the goat the goat was talking goats can't talk last time I looked. Well, probably did the same thing on the baby's face. You're telling digital me goats can't talk. Yeah. Before they were digital. Yeah, but... So you're saying that a kid could probably pull it off if you had the right, like, the mom's there, maybe you have Kevin Pollock doing some fucking, Hey, oh, Kevin Pollock! Ah, man. Like, Val Kimmel's on crack doing whatever probably. in front of the kid. Val Kimmel? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's Whoever that guy is. brother. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to buy that, except for just like when one eyebrow's raised, the kid's like, "Get a load of this guy!" Like, it's like, wow, that kid is expressive. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe they just found the right baby for the part. Right, should we? Should we? Uh... No, no, no. I got something else here because I was looking. Uh, Jean Marsh, <clears throat> the woman who plays Mabelta. the evil what? Queen Bavmorda. Could even spell that if I wanted to. Uh, but apparently, she was also the uh, wicked witch or whatever in Return to Oz. Was she really? Yeah. Return to Oz. Oh, yeah. Head swapper. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were saying earlier about how that movie like fucked you up for. Like, yeah, the the wheelers in that wheelers. movie. Wow. Even saying their name now. <laughs> like you're going to conjure them. Yeah. Another Disney movie. Out. Disney doesn't do... Like Disney now, it's Pixar. 
Disney in the 80s, like, would fuck your shit up. They yeah. had uh, The Watcher in the Woods. Yeah. Not familiar. No. They no. had, uh, well, Return to Oz. That was something. The Black Hole. Black Cauldron's pretty fucking scary as a fucking cartoon. Well, yeah. This dragon will fuck your shit up. <laughs> I, I think from Scar from Lion King, that's pretty scary. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if, if you're not, you know, yeah. if you're not ready for it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a nature movie. But, yeah. Uh, and they did some good makeup effects on her, too, because, like, she wasn't as, like, as she's doing, like, her conjuring at the end of Willow with the baby, mm-hmm. the witch. I'm, what's her name? Queen Bavmoda. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> like it's almost like it's sucking the life from her because like she seems. Yeah, because like she was doing that ritual for a fucking day, dude. <laughs> she was. They, I, I think they just like made like a time weird. They 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 just forgot about the fact because like at the end, right? She comes out. It's night. All the people are there. She turns everybody into pigs. Right. Okay? Then they're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Right? Meanwhile, she's in there chanting, doing my ritual. Right? I'm going to sacrifice the baby. Like, right now, because we got to do it now. She starts the sacrificing. All right. Well, now we go. we got to bring everybody in one by one. There's a whole army, mind you. One by one, turn them back into humans. Then we got to discuss a strategy. The strategy is gophers, so we dig giant holes for our entire army to hide them in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay? Okay? true. Like, then, when did all this happen? Then, then, no one notices all that's going on, by the way. Including the viewer. And then they have blankets that happen to just, like, you know, the same color as the landscape. So, apparently, there's, like, no guards on that, that like, going, like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey. <laughs> They're out there digging holes, all right? <laughs> it's suddenly not, like, and then he goes, then Willow comes up, and he's like, okay, my plan is I'm going to go, and he stands in the middle of the battlefield. It's now daytime. Meanwhile, Bab Morta's still fucking chanting, all right? So she's been chanting for a day. <laughs> <laughs> sacrificing this baby. This is like the longest it ritual just, well, that could ever. Have been overnight, though. That could be morning. Yeah, and she is getting somewhere. I mean, it's raining inside there. So. Yeah, it was raining. <laughs> Something's happening. But and then she's like, and then so 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 the sorcerer and Willow are like, we're evil sorcerers. We're gonna surrender. And then so they're like, wait, what? Yeah, we're evil sor- we're sorcerers. I they were good sorcerers. We're good sorcerers. Surrender now. And we'll spell your lies. So the guards are suddenly on the, the gate, right? And they don't have archers. Okay. And they're like, well, kill them. Kale's like, kill the baby, bring the bodies. You know, like, he does his chant again because he only says one line. Kill them. Bring the bodies. Like, he's got two lines. He always says them in, like, a rhyme. Instead of just, like, oh, just bring some of our archers and just kill them. We open the gate. Oh, no, shit. It's a trap. And then the whole army just runs right in, and that's how you start the war. Like, 
That's like a terrible plan. There's holes in the ground. I remember when those tarps come back, there's like three or four like horses. Yeah, there's like, like gallop out of these fucking holes. holes. <laughs> <laughs> like, tunnels. They were digging for weeks. Yeah. You just didn't know it. Dude, dude, they got a wizard on their side. And wizard did it. Didn't Willa say that that's what they used to do? Like it back in Hobbiton or whatever. No, like, no, when were they ever saying, doing that? He was saying, "Back in Hobbiton, we got gophers." Oh, and, okay. And see, so gophers dig holes. So we like that's how we're gonna do it. Gotcha. And then the one dude's like, "Yeah, yeah I don't. <laughs> plan's not gonna work." I'm like, "Plan's not gonna work because you ain't got enough time, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't got shovels. <laughs> So all these guys are sitting around trying to figure out how they're going to defeat this evil witch. And <laughs> Willow's like, I got it. Gophers. Yeah. And then, then from there, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, you would have been better off just digging a hole underneath the wall. Like, but, like, because, like, how are you going to do, how are you going to dig all those holes without the guards on the castle, like, going, yeah, they're out there digging. Hey, hey, remember, remember, remember how, remember how the queen turned everybody into pigs? There's no pigs out there anymore. And they're all digging. Like, yeah, they transformed back. Yeah, really quick. Well, maybe that's what they did. Maybe they started out in that one tent, dug into the ground, started making tunnels, and then popping up in different areas. In like a night? Dude, they got a hey. wizard. Maybe they stayed as pigs and dug the holes first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because they were they were all. Wait, like, wait, wait. She never did actually show plants. what they were turned into because like the first pig comes That's into true. the tent and her little wand is glowing. Who she could have turned them into trackers. No, she yeah. turned them into humans. Turned them into humans. She turned them into humans because they're all gathered around going, what are we going to do? We shot a surrender. And yeah, because right, so I saw Val Kilmer turn into a pig, yeah. and then he was Val Kilmer again. Right. <laughs> and then, and then the, the dude was like, I don't think this plan is going to work. And then Willow was like, we got goofers in our town. They're like, okay, let's try it. Let's got, try it. And then he's like, I don't got think it's going to work. You know what's actually happening here? You're making me like this movie less. I sat there and watched it. I'm like, oh, it was pretty really? good. Now I'm like, this, this, this doesn't hold up. Yeah, hey, me- remember? Because that was the same time that <laughs> that Sorsha did that wardrobe change. Remember I was pointing out her wardrobe change? We were pointing out the wardrobe change. She was wearing the badass armor, yep. and then oh, when no, she I was... She was wearing the badass armor, and then when she got turned back from pig, she was wearing, like, mercenary-type armor. Then when she was storming the gate, she wore it. Like, she did some quick. Well, Elaine brings up a good point about the old lady. Uh, I didn't know. All I noticed about her, like, when she became the old lady, like, from, like, the goat or whatever, uh, she was naked. And Colin and I just recently saw a movie at the movie theater (laughs) called Lords of Salem. And there was a lot of naked old lady in that. And, like, I was just, like, Like instantly, like. Lots of. Full yeah. naked old lady. And that fear came rushing back. <laughs> I was like, please don't show her naked. I can't take yeah. any more old lady naked. I, I just, I, yeah. It's not. Thank you, Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah so Ro- don't Rob see, Zombie, if you're out there. Don't see, like, about Schmidt or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be bait. Yeah. Don't fucking see that movie. That's fucking traumatizing. I'll tell you what. Compared to Lords of Salem, she looks like uh, Cindy Crawford. <laughs> like, oh. it's... 
it, it is just like, I'm not saying old lady, I'm saying like 150-year-old lady. <laughs> it's bad. Which it's one bad. are you talking about, like the six in the coven or the one that's got like the, like there's some kind of latex bodysuit action It's got to be, right? Like she's yeah. naked plus there's something over her. Yeah. You can't really tell, it's all like wrinkly. Right, it's it's bad, bad news. Full frontal. Fur that Whew. dangles. Yeah, you gotta see this. Fur? It's, yeah. There's, there's fur. <laughs> there's fur Where that dangles. I'm not gonna ask. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want a visual. I, I didn't want to know. She's muscular, either. though, because at times you can see her ribs. So I'm like, okay, so she's clearly not wearing anything, but it can't be her real body. It just can't be. Uh, yeah. I hope not. Yeah. yeah. Man. All right, I have a question, and I may have just missed this whole part of it, but now the old lady, who was the goat, who was the muskrat before that? Oh, yes. She was a raven at some point. Okay, so she can't, she can't like transform herself back into the old lady? Like she Why are your some... fingers all blue? Uh, Purple. I did Holly's hair. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Do you um, smell toast? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're purple. Um, they're like purple, purple up to like the second knuckle. Well, that's okay, so anyway. Shampoo yeah. your okay, hair. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, so she can't change herself? Into a human, like she has to have someone oh, else. Oh, that's not a bad question, Bert. Well, well, cause she can't, she can't use a magic wand if she's well, a fucking goat. Well, I realize that, but how did she become a goat or a muskrat to begin with? Queen Badmore cursed her. Queen Badmore so, cur- cursed yeah, her into it like changed, a muskrat, yeah. and then Willow started trying to change her back. And you probably missed this. Yeah. Willow was like, he was like trying really hard to change her into something, and like he got a crow. And then yeah, it went again. Or or so her, she became like the muskrat and everything else. Yeah. Like it was yeah. accidental, kind of just trying to get yeah. her back. To so uh, okay. with all of her powers, she still needs Willow to bring <coughs> her into. With all of her powers, she still needs her wand, but the evil her queen stick. apparently does not. Apparently not. So hey, evil is stronger oh, than good. Maybe. Oh. Well, Lesson learned. Evil one died in the end. Just like Gandalf's staff. I told you to get that staff. Get his bloody staff. I don't know. Did 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 that answer your question? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's why I wondered. I just didn't know why she couldn't just switch herself. Right. She was like a. You know. All right. Let's. Uh, you want to do a wrap up on Willow? I think we do a wrap up on Willow. I got nothing else on. Him. Let's wrap it you up. Anything else on Willow? I can't even remember what we talked about. I know. Right. I, <laughs> I, the movie has faded away from my memory. I can't remember. I remember uh, the hobbits. There were hobbits, yeah. and an evil. There was an evil queen. And an evil eye. There was a dude looking for a mask. ring. Oh yeah, there was, <laughs> wasn't there? Yeah. I think yeah. So. Okay. All right. So Elaine, uh, we need your wrap up on uh, on on Willow. Go. Uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have no idea because I only saw one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we bring in the substitute Elaine? Yeah, yeah. substitute um, Elaine for the wrap up. Substitute. Substitute Elaine. Had you ever seen, seen it before? No. Okay, uh-uh, no. you've never seen it. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. it'll be tough to comment on it. it was like Elaine, yeah. Elaine too. Summary, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you uh, like it? It was good. She said it was good. I liked the brownies myself. Mm. From what you saw, you liked the brownies. Yeah, I like the brownies. I thought that I don't, the whole thing was pretty interesting. I still am caught up on the little the the robot guy, where he came from, 
That's all I want to know. The it was whole a table. Time. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know that, but it's enchanted just metal table weird. with That's bones in him. And t- That's to why tell you the truth, his mouth, he had bones in there. Mm-hmm. Made him look fearsome. We wanted to know where that came from, too. Yeah, yeah it made no sense. So there was no that's what I want to know. That's the unanswered question. All right. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, like, this is my fourth go-round <laughs> with this movie over a period of time. I saw it sometime around the time that it came out, and it just kind of went right past me. I was like, eh, whatever. I've seen it a couple times since. This, actually, this viewing tonight was probably the best experience that I've had with Willow, where I'm like, yeah, this movie's, like, not so bad. It's got this and that, and that's entertaining, and this is happening. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, under scrutiny, the whole plot kind of falls apart. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's I have a problem with fantasy stuff. I think uh, this is a, it, it's a, uh, it's a lesser offender than some other ones. I'm looking at you, John Carter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> to be fair, that's like fantasy, sci-fi, whatever. But, uh yeah, I mean, it's more of an action-adventure movie. It never stops moving. I mean, that's probably what they're trying to do. It's a swashbuckling, you know, mile-a-minute, you know, George Lucas, you know, action, special effects, spectacular. Uh, would kids today like it? Probably. I mean, it doesn't really have the 80s stank on it, because I think because it is set in, uh, you know, a... Uh, Middle Earth. <laughs> because it is set in Middle Earth. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd recommend... If you're if you're a fan of fantasy movies, then you would owe it to yourself to check it out. If you're not a fan of fantasy movies, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could do worse if it's, like, on uh, television. It'll be entertaining, you know? I mean, it's got a pretty cool Val Kilmer performance where he's just, you know, like, on the dope. No, it's the other way. He's on. He's on the goofballs. He's all hopped up on the goofballs. Why? Why is why? Because no, he's I, very energetic and I, like I all think, of it. I think he's like, hopped up on the goofballs because uh, that's where he met his wife. So that's why. So he was peacocking. There was. There was. Yeah, I he mean, was there's, there's definitely chemistry. You can see the chemistry between him. Well, yeah, and she and stares at him like Duh. like all the time. So, so you can tell that's yeah. that's what's going on there. So no, you can't really. No, no. <laughs> it was a nice attempt. So, uh, yeah, I would Maybe say, uh, and the music is going on to be classic somewhere because it's on some movie trailers that we're going to have to track down now because I know I heard that on like a thousand movie trailers back in the day. Yeah, the music. Corners score. Fantastic music. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Well, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm actually going to go a step further and say... If you are a fan of 80s fantasy, check this movie out. If, hmm, how do I put this nicely? If you are a fan of fantasy movies and you're under the age of, say, 25, I would probably skip this. And the reason I say that is because it's a very specific 80s fantasy flick. I mean, I think it's got all of the elements... And having not seen it, you know, I can being over twenty five, well over twenty five, I can I can uh, identify. Whoa, 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 whoa! How old are you, Donnie? Forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I can. <laughs> thank you. I use a moisturizer before I work out. <laughs> Drink a lot of beer. Uh, the thing about it is, it's got that eighties nostalgia. 
and having grown up in the 80s, I love it. Um, if I were to show this to, say, my younger brother, he might think I was crazy for liking it. Who knows? He might like it. But the thing, I just, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as a film. I really liked Val Kilmer's performance. I like all the 80s-style special effects, everything except for the green screen. And they even did green screen pretty good in this, a little bit better than most. But it's always, to me, it's just like, uh, you know, it takes me right out of the film. It's like, oh, they're on a set. They're just shooting this whole thing, you know, on a set. And for a fantasy film, I like I like more realistic settings. Or, well, not realistic. <laughs> that doesn't make realistic any sense. Realistic settings for a fantasy film. Yeah, I totally understand. Strike that from the record. <laughs> I, I, liked, I like the feeling like you're really in this world, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and for most of this film, I really felt like that. So I enjoyed it, and I will say watch it. Um, but you kids out there... A, skip it, and B, get to bed because it's, it's late and you're probably not listening to this anyways. Tom? You're probably not listening. Yeah, you're not. Uh, well, I mean, I I love this movie. I mean, it's like one of my top ten movies of all time. Top ten favorite movies of all time. I mean, I want to show it because it's a fantasy movie that's not Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, I recently bought it on Blu-ray, so... I wanted to check it out there. I mean, I own the soundtrack. It looked good. Played all the video games. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, the, there's a video game too. Holy cow! There's an arcade game and a Nintendo Whoa. game. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, book. Yeah. Lunchpail. Yeah. <laughs> Toys. Everything. All the bases are covered. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a well marketed one as opposed to like oh, Dragon so Yeah, movie, it's yeah. well marketed. I remember the toys and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. It it speaks to me more than almost even like Lord of the Rings. I mean, as far as like little guy prevailing, he is pretty lovable. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm talking about Tom. <laughs> Willow is too, though. So I mean, I, I like it. Um, all right, I have a copy of Willow here on DVD. Oh boy, we're doing this again. No, 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 no. Brent, do you want to own Willow? Oh, boy. Do you like it enough to own? I didn't expect this. <laughs> um, well, Did you see the answer there? Does someone want Willow on DVD? Yes. Studio audience. Yes. Can can we give this you movie away? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to take her. We got to take her. Studio audience. Woo. So you can watch all the scenes where uh, Val Kilmer has his shirt off. I like it. Wait, right. I didn't see that. Uh, we gotta take it. The shirtless part? Yeah, that was earlier on. Oh, in the yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, no well, maybe we can watch it again. Nobody goes home empty-handed. No. Right? <laughs> right. We've also got some lip gloss. You may or may not already own it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, what is our movie for? Where 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 can we check us out? Well, it's uh, funny that you should ask, Tom. You can find us all over the internet. We're at uh, SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. Is the main uh, mothership where you can find all of the past episodes that we've done. You can get a hold of us uh, via Twitter. We're at, at SatFreakShow on Twitter. We're posting stuff. We'll post a bunch of stuff from uh, Willow on there. 
uh, some of the stuff that we've talked about, photos, highlights, trivia, all sorts of stuff. Also on our Facebook page, we're at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. You comment on there, we might read it on here and make you as famous as we are. Could happen. And uh, you can email us at uh, Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. You can get our episodes everywhere, man. I mean, we're, we're blowing up. We're on iTunes. We're on Podbay FM, and we're on Stitcher Radio. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to check out, like, if you're a newcomer, don't be afraid to check out some of the older episodes. That's right. We've yeah. covered awesome movies like Danger Diabolic. No, sorry. It was Last Star, <laughs> Last Starfighter, Danger yeah, Diabolic. Back and to the Future. <laughs> you know, I mean, all of them. Yeah. I'd skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> we were really drunk that night. Really, really drunk. We woke the Kraken. So if you want to listen to an interesting podcast, Back to the Future, that we didn't know. know what we go were about doing. go about four weeks in and start yeah. <laughs> when we got our game together. Yeah. So yeah, but so uh, because in the beginning of this whole Saturday Night Freak Show, uh, we what did we do? Did we draw straws? We rolled a dice, something like that. We determined the uh, order. Which movies are going to be picked? So Brent is going to spring something on us next week. We don't know what it's going to be. Brent, what are we watching next week? That's right. Ready for this? Yeah. Next week we are watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> next week we're sticking with the eighties. We're still the <laughs> and the crowd is silent. <laughs> uh, kind of an underwhelming response. <laughs> Uh, so next week, <laughs> Ghostbusters and the 80s Metal Countdown continues on the Saturday Night Freak Show. 